Welcome back to Basketball is Religion. I am your host, Big Matt, joined by the Gons. We have a new NBA champion. The Denver Nuggets defeated the Miami Heat in Game 5 of the NBA Finals. Gons, how have you been? Good, man. Good, man. Sad the NBA is over. Um, I I am so tempted to go to Vegas for Summer League because it's so much fun, but uh, I don't know how I'm going to swing that. I'm going to figure it out. Might go. You might see me down there. You might see the Gons there to see this draft class because it's going to be a good one. There was a report today that Victor Victor Wenbanyama is going to be skipping Summer League, unfortunately. So Scoot Henderson, um, It'd be the Thompson, more about Scoot. Yeah, Thompson yeah. Twins, yeah. Well, it, it should be fun. Um, Brandon Miller um, should be a good time. Um, yeah, uh, we'll talk about some of the draft stuff in a little bit. But then first, we have to get to the Denver Nuggets. As I said at the opening, they did win the NBA championship by defeating the Miami Heat in Game 5. It was a five-game series. I think we both called five, if I remember correctly. What you, you, Did you call five or did you call six? I can't, I no, can't remember. No, five, five, four, yeah. one. Yeah, it was just... You can see there was just a... Um, game one, it was size. Like, we knew that going in. Um, there was no... T- only the Lakers can kind of match them in size, and Miami was just too small. Game two, we actually saw some chinks in the armor of the Denver Nuggets. They actually looked a little unraveled in that game. That was the only game they've had in, you know, 10 games where they kind of looked like unraveling. The the mental wasn't there. That's how they they were able to beat them. But game three, you had the Christian Braun game, which I want to get into later. Christian Brown, B-R-A-U-N is Brown since when? Like, when has that ever happened? So Christian Brown, even though it's Braun, um, had his had himself a game three. Then Bruce Brown had a twelve point fourth quarter, twenty one total in game four, and then game five was a rock fight. Uh, Denver couldn't couldn't shoot a pee in the ocean. They shot one three in the first half, but they were able just to close him out. Jimmy did not show up the entire series. Is it his ankle? I don't know. Um, until that end of that fourth quarter, and then even he still ended up with a really bad shooting percentage in that fifth game. But Jokic proved to be Jokic. I have some stats I'll kind of, you know, I'll, I'll sprinkle in throughout the podcast. But yeah, Gons, what, were, what was your reaction? To kind of, we didn't really pod yet throughout the entire series, but again, it was only five games. So what were your thoughts in the series? And about, let's, I'll also give flowers to the Heat if you can. Yeah, I mean, look. Then Miami had no business being where they were at. But the reason they were where they were at was a couple podcasts ago, we were talking about Jimmy Butler being the best player in the playoffs. What happened? Why did he disappear? I'll tell you what happened. He got hurt, man, in the Knicks game. That 101 win against the Knicks when he collided with the heart, the ankle. That's That's what happened. And he's not the type of player to say I was hurt and this and that, but he's clearly hurt. Um, and and that's what happened, essentially. So with that happening, n- nonetheless, Denver was a better team and we predicted Denver would win, but there was no chance with Butler being hurt. And we saw it. Like he wasn't what he was, essentially. So good for Denver. They won. If Butler was healthy, this could have maybe gone six. Maybe seven. Yeah, one more game tops. One more game tops. I think it could have gone one more game. It would have been more, and it would have been more competitive of a series. Although that last game was close, so I'll give I'll give flowers to Miami for keeping it close and interesting. Yeah, it's it's just tough because 
the the Heat, he got injured in that Knicks series, but he still beat the Knicks. He still beat the Celtics um, to get to the NBA Finals. So, but the, the, but but he played poorly against the Celtics, and he got blocked like ten times. So obviously, when you're getting blocked so many times, it has to do with your agility and mobility. With the bad ankle, I think that had a lot to do with it, Matt. And I think that affected him on defense as well. Michaela Martin gave Vincent Max Juice and to a to a I guess point uh, Kevin Love both had all had decent to great series against the against the all the Eastern Conference foes that they they, they played against Milwaukee, um, the Knicks and the Celtics. All but then failed all failed to show up in the playoffs. So what happened? Is it just the or were they Cinderella? Did the uh, clock strike 12 and they kind of turned back into pumpkins or did Denver do something to them where they couldn't be as effective? I'll tell you, I'll tell you what happened. Matt, can you name those players off again that you just named? Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent. Okay. C- Caleb Vincent. Martin. Caleb Martin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Caleb Martin. Gabe Vincent. Max Struess. Max Struess. Okay. Yep. And let's say Kevin Love. I'll even throw in Kevin Love. Let's also throw in Duncan Robinson for 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 good okay, measure there. Okay, so 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 all those players that you named, Kevin Love, old, um, and the other three players have no business even being named anywhere, and have just done amazing this playoff series. So I don't knock any of them. They the, these players got them there. Like these aren't players that are that are Kevin Porter Jr. They're not Aaron Gordon's. They're like they stepped up, man. So they didn't disappear. They played out of their mind to get them there, and eventually they were just outmatched because they're not players that consistently put up really great numbers. So for Eric Spolstra to have the crew he did to coach them and to get where he did was a miracle, even to win the one game. So there's no knock on Miami here. Not and not, I mean, come on, Kevin Love, he's at the end of his career. Yeah, we have to give Miami props just to even get here. Um, I, I don't think a lot of these the teams that make it to the finals get enough flowers, enough props for getting through the Eastern Conference, where there was talk that that Eastern Conference might have been better than the West this entire year. Like, it, it was. Do you think that was the case, or because Miami got through, was the East really just more fraudulent than you would have thought? Man, I mean, essentially. There are better teams out there, but Jimmy Buckets was playing out of his mind. He was playing Michael Jordan, LeBron James basketball, like out of his mind. And that injury affected him. I think that's the storyline here at the very end. That's what happened. And they were still able with Spolstra and their role players who are like deep role players to step up, beat Boston. So shame on Boston for that. Um, And congrats to... uh, to Miami for winning that, but at the end of the day, like you can only lead you so far. Very rare do you see the Cinderella story team win the finals, especially with an injury to Jimmy Bucket. So uh it went exactly how it went. They kept it interesting to an extent. I thought there was a lot of better teams talent-wise, but I give props to the coach for coaching his players, you know, who are second round draft picks to step up and get him this far. Now, if Miami would just invest some money and maybe have a better GM than getting players like Kyle Lowry and Kevin Love. Um, out of bio didn't really do much for him. So I don't know. 
Yeah, Adebayo gave him that good. He had 18 in the first half of Game 5, then had two points the rest of the way. He's he not had a to, star. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the superstar stuff later on. But yeah, is he a star? But you don't think he's a star then? He's like, he can't be the best, the second best player on a championship team? I don't like him as a number two. Maybe he's a number three. Like, is his offense... Is, they say he's one of the best defenders in the league. I'm not sure how much that he... He did so much against Jokic, but neither did AD. Like, do you, do you view him as a top tier defender? Sure, but better offense beats better defense. Like yeah, Mark saw, Jackson that, said. No, for sure, for sure. We'll get to Jokic. We'll give him his flowers in a second. Um, but for Denver, so for, so for Miami, good props on them for getting here. Jimmy buckets. He is a for me. He's a superstar um, because of what he did. Will he be a superstar next season? I don't know. Um, he rested so much this uh, during the season. Yes, he still did get second team All NBA, but he's gonna need this more to get to get over the hump and actually win the championship. But he might be too old at this point. So props to Miami. Props to Spol- Props to Eric Spolstra, my guy, Filipino pride. But you can only do so much with second rounders and undrafted players before you run into a juggernaut like 100. the like the Denver Nuggets, like you said for sure. Hundred percent. Right. Let's move on to the Denver Nuggets. They're the first team outside of California and Texas to win the NBA championship out of the Western Conference in 40-plus years. Gons, do you know the last team to win an NBA championship that didn't with teams that didn't, that didn't belong in uh, California or Texas? Yeah, man. Portland? Portland in 77, but it was actually it's 1979, the Seattle Supersonics, led by um, Dennis Johnson. Ah, so yeah, not since the 70s, since we've seen it's always been the Lakers, it's been the Spurs, um, the the Rockets, the Mavs, all Texas and California based. So good on Denver to finally you know get through the hump um, and win the championship here. Um, so thoughts on the Denver Nuggets? We'll get into how they're built just in general. Um, how do you think they they were the best team this season? Look, they essentially this is great for the NBA. I think there needs to be some sort of regularity of the number one seed winning the championship to an extent, and I think a number eight seed winning the championship or playing wouldn't be good because then why play during the season? They needed this badly. The last couple seasons, you know, the number one may may have not got in or won the chip. So I I I'm. I think for everything that they're pushing, which is stars playing during the season, the regular season mattering more, this was incremental and it happened. So this is great for the NBA. It's a big win for the number one seed to win the chip. Um, so yeah, I think I think overall it was a great thing. And and they were due, man. They are the best team probably in the NBA right now in terms of their players. Like they got the perfect role players. They got the perfect piece in it. Aaron Aaron Gordon is what is to Denver as what Draymond Green was five years ago to Golden State. He's that player. And he just fit in perfectly. I don't think he'd fit in anywhere else like this. He was what the number one, number two option. I think we talked about this last podcast too, but number one, number two option in in, in Orlando was traded over to to Denver. Like and then he was end up being the third or fourth best player on this team. It was his the perfect fit for them. Like we'll get into the the off season stuff. Kevin like, for, Porter Jr. can be a Michael lot, Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. Sorry, yeah, can be a lot better. And if he was a lot better, I'd probably know his name. But yeah. 
Remember all the all the hype around him rookie year? He had his back issues, though. That was the issue with him. It was like he's immensely talented, but he was just injured too often fixed. because of his back. Get it fixed. And if he comes back to what he can be, to what we saw glimpses of that rookie year, this team could be a dynasty. Because he was good, man. I mean, he's he was really good and he had some glimpses. But if he can do more than offer than that, than that catch and shoot three pointer. Um, defensively too, this team will really be something to mess with. Rebounding wise, he was a dynamo because it was just because Miami was so small. But if there was any kind of like weird stuff that happened to Denver, even though it had a fairly clean five game series, was that Michael Porter Jr., who was maybe the third best, fourth best option, he was benched in the fourth quarter. So he only averaged what 20, 25 points. Um, in that Miami series. But so if you're the third or fourth best player, why are you not averaging 35, 40 minutes? So I, I mean, I meant minutes instead of points earlier. So yeah, Michael Porter Jr. only averaging that many minutes. They had to play Bruce Brown down the stretch instead of Michael Porter Jr. So I, I, I get it. He needs to get better. If he if he's just able to develop some sort of playmaking because there were so many memes in game three where he was out. They had teammates absolutely wide open and he just did not hit them like in stride. Like he had so many people wide open and he just went up and gunned it. So he just he wants to score instead of learn. He needs to learn how to pass more if he's going to get up to the next level. Um, so for the Nuggets, another tidbit here: the Nuggets are the third. Or I guess based off um, NBA stats um, on Twitter, um, the Nuggets are the third team to go uh, sixteen and four or better over the last twenty postseasons, joining the twenty seventeen Warriors and. The 2007 Spurs, both going, um, the Warriors, of course, only lost once. They went 16 and 1, and the Spurs lost 16, uh, went 16 and 4. So, I guess over the past 20 years, how do you kind of rank this Denver team, um, top five, top 10 of these last NBA champions here? Oh, I don't, de- I, they're good, man, but I don't, I, that's tough. Like, what am I comparing them to? The Lakers, the Bucks, the, what other team here? Yeah, I know exactly. Like, are they better than? The, do you think they're better than the Bubble Lakers, the 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 Kawhi Kawhi Raptors, the Giannis Bucks uh, last year, the, the Curry Warriors on their last legs? Absolutely not. Because I mean, okay, maybe now they're in the conversation of being competitive with those teams, but they had a lot of work they needed to do. Mike Malone was given a lot of opportunities to get where he got. So I think there needs to be some humility and and sure they could finally be at a place where they can call themselves a dynasty and he can talk about it, but it took a while and not Yeah, that's all- what I want to get to too with this. Like he's calling them he's calling them a dynasty. He've won one championship. Yeah, like, no, it, it takes dude, the ownership gave him a break. A lot of teams would have fired him. Um but I like it. What else is he gonna say? Like that's what you have to say, Matt. Like you have to fire. You can say you're a dynasty after winning one championship. Like, he come said on. he's going to for the dynasty, and no one's gonna hate on him for having aspirations. So he kind of has to say that because he wants to. It, it just what? Like what else can you say? I'm happy with the championship. I'm so. 
I'm so humble. Yeah, we're about focused. This. Yeah, exactly. We're 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 happy with one. We'll try hard again. Hopefully, we can like, oh no, we're gonna be a di-. like as much as I want to say the Chiefs like go back to NFL a bit. They've won two in four years. I think they have to win another one to even think about being a dynasty. Like to win one after you know, you've been plugging away at this for a few years. Like I want to get into some criticism for Denver a little bit later because they're at one big one. But like to, to, to die, I wouldn't even mention that. Well, like, they, they've been so humble. Like we, we've seen Jokic and the whole meme of him just wanting to go home to Serbia and just like, oh, we're cool. And they the they won. And he wasn't exactly right. in the race. That's on Sunday. Yeah, exactly. He just want, He does. He was so pissed off about going to the parade. He just wants to go home to Serbia and race his horses. That was funny. But to have some sort of humility, like I know Lakers fans were clowning on Mike, you know, Michael Malone when he was, you know, oh, there, there's so much coverage in Lakers, you know, not cover, not enough coverage for us or somewhere along those lines but you know again there's a little more rant that can get into there with that that it's kind of sucks but as far as dynasty goes do you think this team can last i think we had talked about this prior pods but now that they've won one do you think they could win two or three or do you think no you know other other teams okay who are other teams absolutely so next season at their favorites to win uh, who do you who, do you value other teams higher than them going into next season? No, I still give them the pro. I give them one more. I give they're the favorite. They're the champ. But to say they can win two more. No, there's too many good players in the league. I don't think any team can be a dynasty right now. I don't think it's possible. Not with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, uh, Kevin Durant, not with Devin Booker, not with Giannis, not with LeBron still in the league. And a question, who knows what AD is going to do? Not with Kawhi if he's healthy. But there's too many stars, Matt, to say any team is a dynasty in the NBA right now. But I will give them the benefit of doubt, just like I would give any NBA champion, is they got a fighter. They, they got the most prominent chance to win again next year. But that's not like that's not heavily favored. That's just like yeah, they are the champs. They're good. They're all coming back. They should have a good chance at winning and be the champ. Maybe they're to have the highest chance, but it's not an undoubtable chance if you see, if you get my drift. No, for sure. Like they're the favorites, but not like the overwhelming favorites. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I get it. It's it's just like if they have a, the same off season that they had this past season, this past off season, they got like we mentioned Aaron Gordon, KCP, Bruce Brown, um, all and and then they they drafted Christian Brown and they all played pivotal roles in this championship run so like the the bubble team the the nuggets bubble team that we saw wasn't exactly this ex- outside of jamal murray and um nicola Jokic. they kind of won the offseason with those with those acquisitions like if they add one more piece to that like if just keep it going because i think they're not going to have bruce brown because bruce brown's going to be making you know 12 to 15 million dollars a year i think they can go far um do you try to tinker with this? Kind of like what the bubble Lakers did after they won the championship. They got rid of um, Danny Green. They brought in Dennis Schroeder, got Marcus Gasol. Do you no. try to run it back with this exact team, or do you try to add players to try to make them better, but potentially make them worse? Who knows? I don't know if this is the Clipper fan in me, but you got Reggie Jackson. Sign him. He, This guy can put up 20, 25 points, and he plays hard. Like... He's there for the taking. He's already in Denver. You only paid him what nine hundred thousand this year. I don't know what you paid him. Um, yeah, you're very high on on Reggie Jackson. I like Reggie Jackson. Very I've seen high. what he can do. I've yeah. seen him put up twenty twenty five points. Like 
He was a Clipper favorite. The dude can ball. He's. It's not like he's old. I mean, what is he? Thirty-three. I like Reggie Jackson. I think he could totally fill that role. The Browns missing, so um, I wouldn't mess with the team. Yeah, you kind of just have to run it back. Like the, as much as Lakers, it was good that oh, we got Marcus All, we got Montrez Harrell, we got Dennis Schroeder. You kind of won the run it back, even though Danny Green did not have a great playoffs and he was making missing a lot of threes i wish that laker team would have just run it back oh yeah 100 percent. who knows yeah. what green could have done the next year you didn't know for sure a chance exactly um let me ask you one question because i didn't know the answer to this even i only figured only read this a few days ago and i was shocked do you know who denver's general manager is no i do not right like do you remember calvin booth i do he was a player yeah, he was a player. He was on the Mavs a little bit. <laughs> so a little anecdote at Game Four when I watched the Lakers get swept, like I saw when I was walking towards the arena, I saw Calvin Booth running like somewhere, like towards my area. I'm like, oh, that's Calvin Booth. That's cool. Not knowing he was the GM for the Denver Nuggets, who had orchestrated these free agent signings. If I had known that he was the GM for the for the Nuggets, I definitely would have, you know, hey, can I get a picture? But yeah, I was like, oh, why is he here? That's weird. But yeah, Calvin Booth. For the night, you know, two thousands heads, he is the general manager of the Denver Nuggets. We hear so much about Rob Palinka, Rob Palinka this, Rob Palinka that, but Calvin Booth, great job on his part uh, to get them where they are this season. Um, before we get to Jokic, I kind of want to touch on like one criticism I had of the Denver Nuggets run was that they got extremely lucky with injuries this season, or at least during the playoffs. Yes, they were trying to work Jamal Murray back, but. Like, none of their, like, they had six and a half guys, if you count Christian Brown as a half guy, maybe seven guys. If one of those guys gets hurt, this they might be having the championship right now. So, like, man, like, it, it, it's just crazy. Like, sh- yeah, should they try to get deeper or try to, or, or you know, like, I, I guess we answered that question question already, is trying to, try to keep it together. But they had a lot of crazy injury, injury luck. Let's move to Nikola Jokic. Um, he had, well, I guess he had a... 50 he had plus combined points rebounds and assists um over and it's it was over 50 the last person to do that was bill russell so you know tribute to bill russell for for him passing away earlier this year was this the best ever performance in the finals by any player this this these five games by Nikola jokic i don't know it's a tough question I don't. I, I don't want to say ever because I remember watching Michael Jordan in the finals dominate the game, mm-hmm. um, and I can't. I can't answer that like off the top of my head because I'd have to go back and watch those games and watch some Kobe and Shaq games um, to fully give you that answer, man. I don't. I can't. I don't. I'm gonna say no based on all the other players in history. To say uh, yes. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't answer that. Like but he had, I, yeah. I, I guess this whole playoffs, he went through Gobert. He went through, I guess, to a lesser extent, Aiton, or I guess through um, the Durant Booker. But he went through AD. He went through now Bam Matabayo, who's a top defender in this league. So it's not like he wasn't challenged defensively this entire playoff series. This guy went through a lot of great players. So like th- this run he had going against, he wasn't like he was not going. He was going against some like soft teams. I guess my Minnesota is a, to- a soft team, but it just shows how shows you how good Jokic actually is. How he's just an amazing player. Um, there were some people that 
Chris Mannix on Twitter was saying that he since he didn't go through Boston or Milwaukee or through MB that the kind of invalidates the championship a little bit. I don't really believe that. Um, Miami beat those teams. It's kind of how it is. Um, I, I thought this was a little bit blasphemous too, but I heard I heard some talks about this. Is he a top five center right now of all time, Jokic? Because you have Shaq, you have Kareem, you have Wilt, you have Olajuwon, and you have Duncan. Duncan. Well, Duncan's more of a power forward. Oh. Um, then yes, hundred percent. Well, no, I'm missing one. There's because I was like, you can't be. Can't, it's Shaq, Hakeem, Bill Russell, um, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Those five. Is he better than any of those 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 five players? I would say so. Which one? I didn't watch Wilt Chamberlain play, so I don't know that those hundred point games against nobody's made a difference mm-hmm. back then. It was a different style of game. Um, sure. I don't know that Shaq is better than Joker. Shaq was <laughs> dominant. One of the most dominant centers of all time mm-hmm. with his size. Yeah. But was he a better passer than Joker? No. Absolutely not. No, right. Um, but... was, was he better in the paint? Maybe. Did he have better post moves? I can't say that. So I think it's, it's a very it's, you can arguably say he's a top five player. It's crazy that he's an art. There's an argument now to be made. He can kind of get an, into that level. Do you think winning a championship just kind of did that for him, or was he really that? Like, did having to win a championship validate him to be a top five center, or is it was he has he always been a top five? Does it does it matter? No, that he it won? for sure helped. It for sure helped. He this was his team. This wasn't this wasn't like Shaq and Kobe where it was Kobe's team. This was his team. Now yeah. imagine, imagine if you had a player like Luka Doncic. And him versus Jamal Murray or another number two who are well, imagine if if he could be a number two because I believe that Joker wants to be a number two he doesn't want to be a number one so if you could if you could pair him up with LeBron James you know we've got Anthony Davis imagine if we had Joker instead Matt <laughs> like it's no, just for sure it's nuts so we say don't mess up your team. But if they can get him a number one and he can be a number two, then you're talking dynasty. Yeah, it's you, you, pair so him you don't, with Luca. You, Please put him with Luca. Let's like you see don't, what happens. You, you don't view Jamal Murray as that guy. Like he, no, he kicked. I, I, he, he was better than almost. All, he, he he did so well these playoffs. Like another stat I want to throw at you. Um, now only four players averaged. 20-plus points, and 10-plus rebounds in the finals. Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and now Jamal Murray. I don't think he'll do it again. I don't, I do you think, think this is a fluke year? I think those three players undoubtedly will do it season after season after season. I don't think Jamal Murray will do it again because of his track history. He had a great year. He was really good. And then he got hurt. Took him a couple years. And now he had a really good year. But... If I was a betting man, I don't think he'll put up those numbers next year. Not when everyone's figured him out. He's not a super tall guard. He's not super athletic. Right? But what is there to figure out about him? Like we saw We're, that Lakers series, he was just hitting shot after shot. Like you just, uh, you think he's not going to be able to hit those shots right in regularity? Put a, put a bigger defender on him that's more athletic and make his life horrible. I think he's stoppable. I don't think he's unstoppable. But I don't think people have put in the time and effort to put a game plan against him properly. But now that you've seen him, 
You know, we know what he likes to do. Put a bigger athletic guard on him. They're out there. And I, and I don't think he's going to be as successful next year. He, he, Joker. Like, yeah, exactly. His, his chemistry with, with Joker, though, the entire playoffs was amazing. Like, even if you put a bigger guy on him, he's going to set so many screens uh, for to, to get his yeah, the center a, switch on to him. You're going to figure it out eventually. Put... <laughs> I will I just put Luca with Luca with Joker, man. I would, I, I would, I would pay millions of dollars to watch that. That would be so fun, dude. Like, yeah, um, maybe down the line, like uh, let's say Dallas kind of flames out this season. Let's say Denver also flames out. This or Kyrie, season. put Kyrie with him. See what happens. Uh, put put LeBron with him. See what so happens. No, no trust in Jamal Murray after the even after these Bro, playoffs. Put Steph Curry with him. See what happens. Damn, no put love. Steph- Put Steph Curry with that man. See what no happens. No love, no love for for Jamal Murray. Um, Canada, uh, you know that 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 team now with him and SGA and st- Wiggins. Imagine, that's gonna be really good. Steph Curry off pick and rolls, shooting threes with 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 him. Imagine. Yeah, man. If if oh, there's so many. Imagine Dame Lillard with him. Jeez, like yeah. I mean, you can't. Jamal Murray and a few picks for for Dame would be funny, but let's like, do it. Let's do uh, it. That would the, be sick. The chemistry you build though between those two guys, it's crazy. Like, it can't, that's why I think you're yeah. giving too much credit to Murray on that chemistry. I think it's all Joker on that passing and reading ability. Yeah, I mean potentially, potentially, but I know I don't know. I was I'm still not the biggest Jamal Murray fan, but I'm not either. So it's just yeah, especially what he did to Lonzo Ball all those years ago. But you know you, you have to give him props. He kicked he kicked butt these playoffs. Honestly, I have to give him his props. I'm also going to give props to Serbia. Uh, uh, Novak Djokovic just won his record breaking 23rd major um, in the French Open, surpassing Rafael Nadal. So Serbia with Nikola Jokic and Novak Djokovic, they're killing it right now. And the new uh, head coach of the Toronto Raptors, I can't remember his name, but he's also Serbian. So congrats to them. Um, also Christian Brown, uh, wins the NBA, wins the NBA championship the year after winning the NCAA championship in consecutive years, joining Magic Johnson, who did it with, um, the Spartans of Michigan state and the Lakers back in 79, 80. Um, so there's just a few little, little, little things there. Um, anything you want to add, um, about the finals gone before I kind of move into a different direction here? No, man, I'm good. Yeah, so congrats to the congrats to the Nuggets. Congrats for for a great for a great year. Um, if this was a hoop bar, most likely would take, be taking a shot. But this is basketball is religion. No alcohol here. Um, we'll see if that comes back or not. Speak for yourself. Um, there you go. Right. Okay. Um, let's move on to some a little bit more fun. So the NBA championship it recently got changed where they added these white these weird white stripes where it was like some um, to the basketball into the net uh, into the net. It looks a little weird. Right, take a look at that picture of of the NBA championship right now. It looks it looks odd. What is it of of, of the banner or what? What are you talking? No, about? Just look up the new NBA championship, like the like the trophy, like okay. the recent one. Okay. Because I'm just used to just being full gold, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. But they added these white like textures to it, which just makes it look really weird. I think they added it like two years ago. You mean like around the ball? Okay. Yeah, around the ball, around the net. See, it looks weird. Does it look? Or I don't know. Do you like it or not? I mean, it makes the ball look more like a basketball versus just yeah. a ball. Yeah. So, 
Um, and it makes the, the bottom half of it look like a net. So I don't have a problem with it, no. Okay. So the reason I, I was thinking about trophies, right? Like, you just had the uh, Vegas Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup last night. And like, out of the four major sports like who has the best trophy? Who has the best you know championship trophy? So you're looking at M- the baseball, which has the flags. If you want to look these up, guns. Um, NBA has that trophy. The NFL has the Vince Lombardi trophy, and the NHL has the Stanley Cup. So out of those four, rank those four um, trophies um, uh, for the four major sports. Okay, so uh i really like the vince lombardi trophy that's probably number one let me look up the mlb trophy here i like the mlb trophy too maybe that's number two nba would be number three and let me look up let me just look up stanley cup i mean stanley cup's epic man i i kind of see why you're bringing this (laughs) this topic up so yeah nba is probably last out of the four um the white netting maybe has something to do with it or maybe it's just that it's just not modern like the other ones. I mean, Stanley Cup is not, it's just what it is, what it is. But the other two are kind of modern looking trophies, like something that you'd want to put up in your house. The NBA trophy is like this big gold blob. I see what you're saying. The MLB, the baseball trophy, like flags, come on. Like you're holding that up. That's the that's your trophy at the end of the year. That, I think that's kind of lame. I think it looks <laughs> modern. I like it. For me, then next for me is like the NBA trophy. The the white accents just oh terrible. They might have the size, but those accents just turn me off. The third one is the Lombardi trophy. It's classic. However, it is small. It is classic. For me, it's the Stanley Cup. Do you know how big that thing is? Every every player's name is on that trophy. And you know how big that thing is? Like the, at the end of this, at the end of the season, you're carrying around this big trophy. I guess the one I want to get to is like every. I think every sport should have this big ass cup. Like they, 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 I'm the champion. Look at this big thing I have around my, around my head. That's what I think. If, if you win a form, a big major sport, you should be able to have a big trophy. That's all I'm saying. I'm not opposed to it. All right, let's move on. Um, okay, so the draft is coming up. Our next pod was is going to be after the draft. Uh, Victor Wenbinyama most likely is going to be going number one to the um, San Antonio Spurs. Like we just saw Nikola Jokic win the championship, but it looks like Victor Wenbinyama is kind of more gearing his game towards like a Kevin Durant, just outside shooter with not too much of a post game, but he's just super gifted, athletic, uh, giftedly athletic, even though he's seven five. If you're I guess um, advising Victor Wenbanyama, sh- sh- um, would you be modeling your game after Kevin Durant or Nikola Jokic? He's too skinny, Matt. He's gonna get hurt. Picking him number one is a mistake. Scoot Henderson is gonna be the rookie of the year. Watch. Wow. So yeah, I mean, we we talked about this in earlier pods. You're not a Victor Wenbanyama fan. I know he's played professional. He's just too skinny and too big. I wouldn't gamble my first round pick on it. Um, I would someone like Scoot Henderson, who's just proven. Although he's, I'll say this: Scoot's a little shorter than I like, um, which kind of brings me to the Thompson brother, Amen Thompson, six six two fourteen at a small forward. I like him. Um, I like Brandon Miller from Alabama. Um, yeah, I mean. But but then for Victor Wembanyama, like I, I'm trying to get to like he, with him being so raw, like 
with should he be like we I mean, we just saw Jokic win the championship playing like back to the basket flop shots hit occasional threes not have too much athleticism but kind of just have the smarts like should you be modeling your game after a, like a Kevin Durant because I've seen any, any highlight no, I've seen of Victor Vimanyama not because that's how you get hurt like hurt playing like Jokic or hurt playing like Durant like Durant so you think he should like I, I was thinking Play that too back because like to the basket, you're seven four, right? What a seven seven reach! Get the ball in the post and put it in the basket. That's like what get, I would say to him. Yeah, get some, put some girth on, and try to model your game after Jokic because he's been the last three MVP. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. You're this yeah. high in the air. You're seeing everything. Concentrate on passing and making the the the, the, the post game layups, um, the little hook shots. You'll have a fine career. The minute you start doing jump shots and step backs, the minute you're going to turn an ankle, the minute you're going to get hurt, and you're going to miss a substantial amount of games. I agree. So you mentioned Scoot Henderson. Sham Sharania of The Athletic is reporting that the Pelicans are looking to move up either to number two or number three to get Scoot Henderson. So if you're the Pelicans... And are either going to be trading with either the, the Blazers at two or the Hornets at three. Or, I'm sorry, the Hornets at two or the Blazers at three. Who would you rather trade, Ingram or Zion, to get to one of those picks? Get Zion out of my league. I'm out of my franchise. Get him out of there. Pre- getting two girls pregnant, sleeping with three girls, moving him to... I don't want that trash on my team. Can't well, lose- yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there in a second. But yeah, Can't lose going. weight for a goddamn career. To make millions of dollars, won't play in a game, but will play pre pre game doing three sixty. That guy, I no, I'm sorry. Get him out of my get him out of my team. All right. So know. if if you're the Pelicans and you're gonna trade Zion, would you rather trade him to the Hornets to the Blazers? Either team. I don't see either team being a threat to me. Honestly, like, like if you're if you're the Blazers, would. A Damian Lillard, Zion Williamson, how far does that get you? Damian ain't going to be on Portland. He'll be gone. Watch. Well, that's the reason. If they're going to be trading that third pick for a Zion. Damian will want then... Zion. Damian will want Zion. That's not going to happen because um, if, if he goes to Portland, Dame's definitely going to leave. Dame don't want to mess around. If his actions reflect how they do in social life, this guy ain't going to show up to practice on time. He ain't going to play early. He ain't going to come and put in the work. He ain't going to have no Mamba mentality, right? It ain't going to work out. You're so, fired up about Zion, so that was going to be in the next topic. TMZ Gons. It's finally, we have some drama in the league with Zion Williamson. Okay, I'm going to give you the floor, Gons. Lay out what's going on with Zion and his baby mama drama. I mean, I don't have the full details, Matt, but I know that there's two women that he was seeing that he flew to New Orleans and was paying for their apartment like an idiot, and um, they found out about each other and started threatening on social media for him to buy them gifts or he was going to expose them. Then a third woman comes out. Um, and these are all women that kind of loved him and didn't even know that he was like messing around or they claim they don't. But when you have three women involved now, two are pregnant, like what? That's already stress on your life right there, Matt. Two baby mamas calling about child support, taking care of your babies on top of the NBA, on top of this other girlfriend. Like that's a lot of added extra that a team doesn't need they need a team to a player to focus on his career i just don't see him like being a valuable sure he could change it around 
Well, what's going to, why? What would turn his life around? He made his decision. He's been in the league plenty of years, still hasn't lost the weight. I have, I, I got, I mean, that's pretty much it, man. I don't, I wouldn't want him on my team. And one of those girls, is a, one of those ladies is a porn star named Mariah Mills. So all this stuff, and then the girl that porn star Mariah Mills is who is who is putting his butt on blast on Twitter. It's a funny thing, funny way to end the season. Um, as far as it's just a random drama before the uh, NBA draft. So after all of the stuff that happened this season, what do, will you remember this season for, Gons? As a Laker fan, I will remember a team that everyone doubted to make the playoffs. Make it to the Western Conference Finals. Um, so that's what I will remember. I think uh, they 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 played hard, and part of me thinks they could have won the championship. Part of me thinks Darvin Ham could have done a better job, but it is what it is. And um, I just I, as a Laker fan, I'm just happy they got where they got. NBA fan though, like what's any major like LeBron breaking the scoring record for me? They think that's going to be the main thing this year, even though it wasn't great. We're going to continue this gimmick from our last podcast because we might be bringing the hoop bar back. We have the VIP room at the hoop bar where only the superstars of the NBA preside. So who are the superstars of the NBA after this 2022-2023 season, Giannis? Giannis. Okay. Devin Booker. Devin Booker? Superstar. Okay. He's in in my book. Okay. I know you don't like him, but... I hate him. I hate him. I'm happy. It's it's good that you're putting him there if you don't like him. It's good. All right. Keep going. Steph Curry. Okay. After this year, I don't know if I put Luka there. Mm. He may have to prove himself to me again. There you go. Back in general admission. Am I, am I selecting five? Like, how many do you want me to name? No, it's, it's, it's whoever's in that room. Who's Who are the superstars this year? I like Book. I like okay. Giannis. Okay. I like Embiid. Uh, Joker. Okay. I like uh, Yon again. Um, all right. I'll throw Embiid in there. What is that, okay. four, five? Nah, Tatum. Tatum. Fine. Okay. Tatum's in there. LeBron. No. Look at you. He's a star, but he's not a superstar anymore. Interesting. Uh, John Morant. Nope. Dame Lillard. Nope. Definitely not. Not after this season. Uh, Anthony Davis. No. Kidding me? Jimmy Butler. Show up for a couple rounds in the playoffs. Nope. Man, you, your room is really small this year. It's, it's a lot of leg room for, for, for those guys. Giannis, Joker, Booker. Yeah, so I mean, you Tatum. have to. Yeah. That's it. Wow. Good for you. I, I, I like smaller lists. So, I mean, they're going to have to work their way back. It was been a crazy. So, it just kind of shows a lot of parody around the league. With Victor Wembanyama coming in, Scoot Henderson, the Amen, the, the Thompson twins, it's gonna be a good, good upcoming season. The draft is coming up. It's gonna be next Thursday, 
And then who knows, off-season drama, it, it never ends with the NBA. It's like a, a 12, month, 12 month sport because of all the speculation kind of going around here. And we'll see what happens with Zion. So, Gons, um, before, uh, is there anything you want to add before we leave today? No, man. That's everything. Cool. All right, we'll pod after the draft, and then we'll kind of decide what we're going to do from there, how we're going to in- integrate the hoop bar back into the stuff. So, yeah. And that will be it for us today. It was a really fun season, but the show is not over. We'll be continuing the off season. Again, a lot of drama going on. The NBA is a 12-month sport. A lot of just random things going on. Plus, again, we can always hit on some 90s stuff, 2000s stuff, reminisce about the old, the old ways. Maybe bring Tony back on, bring in some 90s, 2000s talk, like I said. So, yeah, um, we'll be recording hopefully la- later next week uh, after the draft. Hopefully some stuff have gone down, has gone down. Uh, John Morant's in, uh, suspension news. We'll talk, we'll, we'll hit on that as well. Um, other than that, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And have a great rest of the week. <laughs>